0: And we are live in the Blue Moon Listener Lounge on Idaho's 94.9 The River with a hello to our friends at 107.1k hits, super hits of the 70s and 80s. I have a very excited group here with me today eager to welcome Colin Hay. Welcome to Boise.
1: Very nice to be here. I thank can't you, remember. Thank you
0: for having me. I can't remember if you've been here before or if uh, this is well, a. Fruit. You can't
1: remember. Well, <laughs> I can't remember.
0: I've been to Boise before, but I don't know about this, this room. Oh, no. I know you haven't been in this room, right, and okay. we're really grateful that you're joining us. Well, that's us. good because I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to start by congratulating you on uh, Fierce Mercy, which is uh, 13th solo record Baker's Dozen. Yes. Uh, it is a wonderful piece of work from start to finish, and I I, I hope we can talk a little bit about that today. Um, and and, and starting, well, first of all, let me remind everybody, Colin is in town tonight at the incredible uh, and beautiful and perfect place for him, the Egyptian Theater. Uh, That is where the show is this evening. He's got a fantastic band with him. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, And we want to thank our friends at Boise's Bistro Market, Idaho's ham store, for an incredible lunch here for everybody today. Um okay. This album you yes. got to do things a little differently. You got a little bit out of your comfort zone and went to Nashville for part of it, it looks like. Oh, well, um yeah, Nashville
1: is the is the city that uh where Compass Records is and uh that's the label that I've been working with since 2003. And um a guy called Gary West and Alison Brown on that station on that um Record company, so the main reason I went to Nashville was to record the the strings on a few tracks, which um he had he had a line on on a on a, on a good um, orchestrator and conductor uh-huh. and so I think it was either nine piece or thirteen piece. I can't quite remember how many pieces there were. I think there was maybe thirteen thirteen piece uh, orchestra that recorded the strings and um so yeah, I went there to do that primarily, and then we added some guitars here and there, but um there was something pretty magical about um, having a record which is recorded and then the only thing you really really have to add is the strings. Right. So, uh, And sitting in the studio and hearing the, the orchestra come in um, on the songs was really a, a, a memory that I'll never forget. Um, the, orchest- the the orchestrations were done by a guy called Fred Cron in, in a Los Angeles, a friend of mine, and, and the strings sounded really great, um, you know, the, the with synths and so uh-huh. forth, you know. But I think the songs are cried out for real strings, and so I'm really glad that we we made that decision to do that. And so that's really why I went to went to Nashville for the uh, the main reason I went there. But plus, it's always you know fun going to Nashville yeah. as well. Uh, I think the strings add such a, a
0: wonderful layer to an album that is filled with so many emotions. There's a song on this album called "Secret Love" that. To me, uh, with the strings and the way it's produced, and your incredible vocals, sounds almost sort of like Roy Orbison yeah. uh, vibe. That was to the it. that was the idea. Okay, well, nice work. <laughs> 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 We're visiting with Colin Hay. We are absolutely delighted uh, that we have the opportunity to have him with us today here, uh, playing tonight at the Egyptian Theater. Uh, let's. Um, I'm going to shut up, and, and we would love to hear a song, and then we'll talk a little bit about the album when you're done. Okay, this is a song.
1: called um, Come Tumbling Down. I dropped a coin in the wishing well But it's a long time dry I watch that old greyhound burst Kick up dust as it rolls on by Man in the station He said son just take a look around There hasn't been a train through here Since it all came tumbling down Come tumbling down Come tumbling down Come tumbling Come tumbling Come tumbling down I'm not a drinking man no more But this one line I got lost I've never been much of a dancer, but this night I surely was. I made it out to the cottonwood, slept with my ear down to the ground, and in my dreams I can hear their screams as it all came tumbling down. Child sitting on the stairs. She's seen everything that is to see. Somehow she still cares. Took a ride on the Ferris wheel, made of glass and steel in search. And now it's melting in the sun. It's not worth all that much. I raised my hands up to the sky as we climbed to higher ground. Let's just keep on dancing till it all comes tumbling down. Come tumbling down. Come tumbling down. It that song so early in the morning, but these are the, thing, these are the, things, these are the decisions you make early
0: in the morning. <laughs> Not often the best ones. Right. Uh, well, you sound fantastic, by the way. If you're just tuning in, we are grateful and so excited that Colin Hay is joining us here in the Blue Moon Listener Lounge on 94.9 The River. Also, hello to our friends at 107.1K hits, super hits of the 70s and 80s. We love having you guys with us today as well. Uh, I'm really intrigued by the concept uh, 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 of the album title Fierce Mercy, which is something that we hear about in a song called The Last to Know. Um, if, it, how that song came about, I mean, it's just such a uh, lovely Well, um, I
1: write a lot of songs with my dear friend Michael G, who lives up the road from me in Topanga. Michael Georgiadis is his name, and... Um, He's been around since the 70s, well, the 60s, really, as well, but he's a little older than me, although um, he th- claims that I'm older than him, really, but I'm not. <laughs> he's, he's older than me. And um, he uh, he made a record with Bernie Ledin in the 70s from the Eagles, and he's been around for a long time. He's a great songwriter, and I met him through a mutual friend in the early 90s. We just started writing songs a few years ago together, and... Um, And I enjoy that relationship very much. Um, There's only a few people I've met in my life where you have that feeling of simpatico, where you can just sit in a room and and bicker and argue and end up with something pretty good. you know. So he had a bit of a health scare uh, one day, and um, came around to the house and said that he had this musical idea. And he had uh, fierce mercy, that's what he had. That was just the, the phrase that he had. And he played me the music. The music was really cool. And he said, Fierce Mercy, that's all I got. So it's basically um the idea was that, you know, um the, the universe had given given him a tap on the shoulder and said, you know, you gotta you gotta take care of yourself a little better. But it had it was somewhat merciful because it didn't take him out, obviously. So so that's where the idea came from on a on a micro level, on a personal level, if you like. And uh the idea of Fierce Mercy also to me is um uh, on, a, on a macro level, is really uh, about climate change as well, where you have this um, ferocity of of uh, fires, floods, uh, hurricanes, all these things that the environment is telling us: listen, uh, you got to, you got to, um, you have to pay attention. But there's still somewhat something uh, somewhat merciful about it because it's not to- hasn't totally. Um, Dispensed with us right. yet, which it may well do right. uh, in the near future. It may go look, you've messed up uh, too much. You're going to be a footnote uh, in history. So, I hope that um, we can get all the mad people out of office and yeah. uh, have somebody who's going to actually uh, do something about it.
0: Thank you so much for explaining <laughs> that to me. I appreciate it. Well, that's the idea for the right. song, you know. And, and it's uh, and and, and um, it's it, it's one of the highlights of the album. But there are many highlights of the album, as I've learned. Um, can we talk a moment about the band you have with you tonight? Th- yeah, well, I was just talking to um, uh,
1: Chris, uh, my tour manager, about that. Um, everyone in the band is uh, is really a, is really a star in their own right, uh, as Ringo would say. Um, Everyone's exceptional. Uh, their instrument, um, but I really the, re, the reason this band came together is really because of my wife, my wife Cecilia Noel, who's a who I used to take people to see her band in Los Angeles in the '90s. Yeah. She had a, a, a legendary band there called Cecilia Noel and the Wild Clams, and um, she uh, she kn- knows lots of musicians. And um, I got to know her through going to see her band, uh, but she made a record in Havana, Cuba, a few years ago called Havana Rocks, and uh, she met. Um, a uh, tress player there called San Miguel, and um, he's an exceptional, a master tress player, which is a traditional Cuban instrument. And so he ended up back in the States. He came to, he came to America with a band that just stayed. He wanted to stay, so he stayed, and then Josmel uh, Montejo, uh, his friend, uh, bass player, he, he also stayed, and so Cecilia tracked them down and brought them to L.A., and they started working with her. And uh, Jimmy Branley, the drummer, Cecilia's known for ages, he came from Havana, Cuba. And um, so um, there was this Cuba, a Cuban contingent in yeah. Los Angeles that Cecilia knew, and uh, they were always hanging around the house. <laughs> and um, so I put them to work, basically, on my record, and um, and then employed them with my band. Uh, Sheila, uh, Sheila Gonzalez came recommended by Jason Fries, who's mm-hmm. a friend of mine who plays with... Um, Green Day, and yeah. he's an old friend of mine. I asked him if he had any time off, and and uh, I think they keep him locked up uh, <laughs> when uh, when they're not on tour. So I, he I couldn't uh, he couldn't come out with me. So he suggested Sheila. So and she also she plays with Dweezil Zappa, nice. and uh, she's an excellent musician. So everyone is fabulous in their own right. So, but now it's really starting to sound uh, like a band. Everyone because they're playing my songs. Sure. So within the within the structure of my my songs, they're they're able to. Um, um you can't really it's not something you can really contrive you know a, a band has to actually just evolve sure you know so that's what that's what seems to be
0: happening now nice how exciting we're visiting with colin hey and cecilia
1: in- of course cecilia sings in the band yeah. and so she's really the reason why we're all playing together
0: you know she's like a she's a great facilitator she brought you all together Excellent. Colin Hay is performing this evening at the Egyptian Theatre. I would uh, get tickets if you still can. Uh, get our friends at the Record Exchange uh, heads up. Um, and we want to thank our friends at Boise Bistro Market, Idaho's Ham Store, for a lovely lunch today. Uh, can we hear another song, please? Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: I'll play an old song just in case there's people listening who are thinking, who is that guy? <laughs> get to sleep I think about the implications of diving in too deep and possibly the complications especially at night I worry over situations I know we'll be alright it's just imagination day after day that reappears. Night after night, my heartbeat shows the fear, ghosts appear and fade away. Between the sheets only brings exasperation. It's nice to have the sheets out of, smell the desperation. At least there's pretty lights, and though there's little variation, it notifies the night from overkill. Day after day It reappears Night after night My heart Shows the fear Ghosts appear And fade away I can't get you I think about the implications Of diving in too deep <laughs> And possibly the complications Especially at night I worry over situations that I know it'll be alright It's just It reappears night after night. My heartbeat shows the fear, ghosts appear and fade. Wow. Sorry, I had a uh, bit of a b- Shivers all the way down. Wow. Um, a bit of a brain drop out there in the I, <laughs> second that's, verse. That's life. We are sheets, so excited. Sheets, are we, I rhyme sheets
0: with sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is Colin Hay joining us in the Blue Moon Listener Lounge today on ninety-four point nine The River. Thanks uh, as well, and hello to our friends at one hundred seven point one K Hit Super Hits of the seventies and eighties, who are also hanging out with us today. Um, it, it, you uh, you you mentioned just casually uh, touring with Ringo. Uh, oh yeah, uh, you were part of me, his I all-star mention, band, right? Yeah. How was that? What was that like?
1: It's uh. Well, it's, it, there's nothing wrong with it at all. <laughs> you know, it's um you get to play all these different songs with different uh musicians that you've known or known of right. over the years. Greg Rolie from Santana who was at Woodstock for God's sake, wow. you know. He's original B3 player. Yeah. So he sings all the Santana songs. Steve Lukather from Toro, who's an incredible musician and and uh Play his songs, Africa, and so forth. Rosanna, and uh, and Hamish Stewart's in the band from Average White Band, so he's from Glasgow, so that's lovely having another Scottish guy in the right. band. Greg Bissonette plays drums, who's been with Ringo for for years, and uh, he was with David Lee Roth and many other people. Great drummer, Warren Ham, who's a who had his own band for many years in Texas. He's a multi instrumentalist, and of course Ringo. You yeah. know, so you get to you get to hang with Ringo and play on stage and he plays your songs and you turn around and you're playing overkill or down under and Ringo's playing the drums. It does have a surreal quality to it, <laughs> right? but,
0: uh, wonderful. No, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to be part of. And, uh, it sounds like, um, yeah, it sounds like you've got stories to go, uh, a little bit with that. Um, one more question. Your songwriting process—I'm I- just curious—at uh, this stage in, in what you have been doing for so long, it, ha- have you found that it has adapted over time, or do you still have sort of some some basic things that you go back to when you're starting t- to write a song?
1: Well, I feel like I'm hitting my stride,
0: right? <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like um, uh, it's exciting you know the idea of writing songs i mean um <clears throat> when you make a record like that fierce mercy record i thought well that's it really you know i'm done pretty much because really? i thought that was the best record that i'd done and uh, you know it's it's what i have to offer so and i felt quite depleted after that and i thought well maybe maybe that's it you know maybe i should just you know get a get a few acres you know and get some chickens <laughs> and uh <laughs> And uh, walk the beach and right. you know, ponder the universe. But um, after a while, um, like I listened to an interview with Paul Simon, which was really great a while ago. And he was, he, he, he was saying, I mean, I'm paraphrasing really, but he was saying that he just really pretends that he's done, you know. And, uh, and then ideas come after a little while and they just come into your head and you, you can even ignore them for a while. But then you just follow them, you know, you, know you, you, you follow the ideas. It's like the ideas get a little bit annoyed with you, you know, because you're not paying attention to them. And you have to trick your subconscious in a way. I mean, it's important. I just find it's important to spend time uh, doing nothing and, and in the studio or wherever you write songs or wherever you get ideas. And you, you give yourself permission to fail, which I think is important. Yeah. So, if you say give yourself four hours, which is a long time yeah. to do nothing, or even less you could give yourself an hour. Usually I sit around for a few hours, and you pra- do do a little practice, and maybe you, But you can't have your telephone and things like that. You have to just really let your try and create some kind of empty space in your brain, and then ideas can germinate. They can they can come in, and they can they can feel comfortable about staying. And and whereas if you have a chaotic mind, this is what it's like for me. Anyway, sure. some people may have a different whole, whole different idea about it. But but if you if there's chaotic things going on and uh, the the ideas don't tend to stay, you know, they tend to oh god, what's going on here, and they just leave again, you know. So I like that process of, of, of emptiness, right. and then you kind of fill it with something meaningful, hopefully.
0: And do you get to record a lot at home?
1: Yeah, yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah I, I do it. a lot of stuff at home. Yeah, yeah and and um, that's mainly because I got dropped by MCA Records in 91 and I just thought well I'd rather keep making records and so I thought well I better learn no one was giving me a record deal no one was interested you know so I mean I was was wandering around on my own for about 13 years which is a long time yeah. I didn't have a didn't have a you know a record company or anything like that so you know I would make records at home and people I would go out on the road and sell them put gigs and then people would write to me, you know, and say, can I have that album? So, I mean, I would go down to the post office and just mail them to people, you know, for, for quite wow. a long time I did that. Wow. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's an interesting thing to do. I mean, I was lucky because I had, it wasn't like I was poor, right? you know. So uh, I wasn't, I didn't have to go out and do another job. Sure. But there was something quite humbling about it because I'd come from selling a lot of records yeah. and being very successful to really having nothing going on at all, you know. Wow. So, um, but the songs—the songs were what were coming, and then the live audience was the thing that was really great for me because the live audience that I would, go, even if I was playing to forty people, you know, they knew why they were there, and so you felt nourished by that. Uh, and people would say, "Please don't stop what you're doing, because we right. love what you're doing." So that was what was gave me encouragement to keep going because otherwise it was a
0: bit bleak. You uh-huh. Well, you also—it's been really. <clears throat> fascinating to see all of the artists that we play on our station these days that uh, have cited your work as an influence oh, and really? a wide range of people too uh, oh, that's who, nice you've made a difference with we're visiting with colin hay really excited about the fact that he's in town tonight at the egyptian theater and um, you can get tickets at the door there um, we would just love to ask for one more song today if we could uh okay Thanks to our friends who are listening at 107.1k hits, super hits of the 70s and 80s, along with all of our River friends listening online and on air.
1: I was born some time ago In this very room As many who have come and gone There may be one more soon Seasons come, seasons go Some talking in between Staring out the window now At all that I have been Someone is singing some crazy song On the painstained radio My hands they are ringing as I gaze upon These frozen fields of snow father was a violent man He died in 63 My mother broke her silence then She looked after me We dug a deep well for water She told me water makes you free She lost her only daughter Her name was Mary Lee They called me up and threw me in There I lost my heart I forget where I have been As I wake up in the dark Saying you're going home As my blood began to flow My mama was calling and beckoning From the frozen fields of snow Something out there's going to ground Lying under open skies Birds of prey come swooping down, picking at their eyes. Springtime is coming and it's not too soon. Think it's time to let it go. I can see color green poking through through the frozen fields of snow. Secrets are whispering In this fading light I have killed and I have loved Time it will decide
0: Thank you. Absolutely lovely song. Uh, we're visiting with Colin Hay. His new album, or his recent album, is called Fierce Mercy, which I'm guessing you can pick up tonight at the show. I would yes, you hope. can. Yes. All sorts yes. of goodies.
1: If you, yeah. like, if you still like CDs, you know. Yes. Not a lot of people do. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, some people do, but uh, some people like to have a physical thing to I'm play. I'm old-fashioned
0: like that. I still like reading.
1: We have have vinyl as well, you know, which is nice. It sounds great. The vinyl sounds really good. So if you like that.
0: Well, congratulations again on a wonderful, wonderful record. Thank you. Uh, And thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to hang out with us today. We are grateful.
1: All right. That was uh, fun to do.
0: I appreciate it very much. And uh, catch Colin Hay tonight and his incredible band at the Egyptian Theater. I need to thank a few people before I forget, uh, including our friends at Boise Bistro Market for bringing lunch today. Idaho's ham store, you'll find them down the road from us on Fairview Avenue. Thanks to all the techs behind the scenes and Colin's great team as well who helped us put this together. To our friends at 107.1K K-Hit super hits of the 70s and 80s, thanks for joining us today in the Blue Moon Listener Lounge. One more time, everybody, if you would, please give it up for Colin Ann.
1: Thanks.
0: And we're out. All nice. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, for a moment there, I felt like I know what Richard Blade feels like when he always has all these people and talking with him on the big fancy satellite. Oh, you,
1: wouldn't, you wouldn't want to know what Richard Blade feels like.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs>